cool. Let's go. Como é que é, pessoal? Bem-vindos a mais um episódio aqui do podcast. Uh, eu tenho comigo um convidado uh, com uma pessoa muito, yeah, posso dizer, interessante, porque ele, dentro dele existem várias outras pessoas e nós hoje, neste episódio, vamos estar a olhar para um pouco disso tudo, né? dessas todas as cenas que ele faz. O nome dele é Kevin, eu vou dizer ele para se apresentar aqui para vocês. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Alan Shane. Shout out uh, podcast. Estamos aqui com uh, algumas pessoas que têm, como que chama, uma testemunha do que yeah, aconteceu, yeah, yeah, yeah. tá já Alan Shane cresceu conosco. Mas diz lá, pessoal, aí teu nome. Alan Shane cresceu conosco. Fala do teu nome, de onde vens? Toda a cena, depois eu vou dizer onde eu conheci. Ellen Shane, eu conheci Ellen Shane. <risos> eu conheci Ellen Shane no. Como é que chama? No Assembly da escola. No Assembly da escola com o meu brother chamado Marcos. Yeah. E ele está aqui, mas ele não pode falar. Yeah. Yeah, mas, yeah, temos provas, Alan, temos provas. Mas sim, eu aqui. Chamo-me Kevin Emanuel Marengul. Ok. Uh, sou. <risos> sou um moçambicano. Uh, tenho 25 anos e faço música. Sou artista. Right, right, right. Ok. Artista, mas tipo. Conta lá. Como, o, que, o que fez cair nessa cena de arte? Como começaste? A fazer o que tu fazes. Eu fiquei interessado em 2007, quando comecei a fazer beats. Eu fazia beats em 2007 no Free Loops e fiquei muito like, viciado na cena, tá já vendo? Então sempre fazia beats toda hora e like. Yeah, tipo, fiquei com uma. Fiquei com um uma curiosidade da cena, tipo, ver até onde a cena chega, tá já ver? Então, yeah. Yeah, a música sempre foi uma grande parte da minha vida. Ok, então, isso 2007, uhum. começa já a fazer beats e eu, nós ainda não entramos nos, nos aspectos específicos da tua carreira, né? Uhum. Mas quando, nessa altura, quando começaste a fazer beats, havia em algum momento pensado em montar, tunar, escrever, os próprios lyrics ou algo assim ou, só, ou isso apareceu do nada eu decorava músicas hum. like outros rappers malta Lil Bow Wow and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. depois yeah. cantavas on top of the beat ou malta Eminem, Lil Bow Wow tipo, yeah, I used to like rap along porque yeah. like, no CDs vinham malta aqueles lyrics uh -huh. das cenas então andava a decorar aquela cena I used to rap along yeah isso foi o meu like first exposure, né? Com música. When it comes to like lyrics and what? Yeah, but I never like imagined that like I would be able to create like my own songs. Mm -hmm. Sempre like <coughs> quando eu comecei a fazer beats primeira vez que eu abri Free Loops foi uma cena tipo what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Então, yeah. E naquela altura alguém da tua escola fizeste um, um collab com alguém da escola ou era um project tu só estava running on your own e ninguém mais sabia dessa cena eu comecei a fazer música com dois colegas yeah. um chamado Cláudio outro chamado Naldo yeah. HTD yeah, yeah. 
nós rapávamos já em português e tínhamos uma, um grupo chamado Pika's Team. <risos> Mas as músicas eram maninguegs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tu ainda te lembras de alguma cena dele? Eu nem quero se lembrar. Yeah, eu, lembro, eu, lembro, eu lembro de um, de um dos lyrics. Yeah. Era uma cena. Eu chamava-me Young Ghost. Meu primeiro, <risos> yeah, o meu primeiro nome no, na música. Na, na música. Young Ghost. Foi Young Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. E, e eu, eu tinha uma cena tipo. Young Ghost neste beat on. Niggas querem desligar, mas agora eu ponho o Central Lock. <risos> Essa cena não, não faz sentido. E tipo. Até hoje, nunca fez sentido, yeah. mas nós, nós queremos tentar like, emular mal da Wonder Boy, Hernani, ah, estás a ver? Nós okay, queremos, yeah, yeah. Like, Foi naquela altura yeah. que like, eles já estavam a. Like, era o, o movement up, maninho, eles estavam a sentir. Maninho, 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 tipo gajos, reparem em português com mal da Paulada. Yeah, 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 estou a ver. Mal da então, Maninho Punchlines. Mal da Black Machine and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, ok, ok. Maninho, okay. então. But like, that shit, para mim, when I used to do that shit, it was whack, bro. Yeah. I wouldn't even like. Look for the songs right now, cause it's, it's bad, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, bad. Yeah. It's not something I would listen to. Yeah. Então, Pika's team, Young Ghost. Ficaste com esse name até quando? Tipo, por quanto tempo continuaste nessa cena de Pika's team, Young Ghost, toda cena? Tipo, eu saí da Pika's team, ficou HTD e entrou um novo membro chamado Gato Bodas. E eu comecei. Yeah, a cena foi 2007 mesmo. Bro. Yeah, <risos> yeah, eu saí da Vegas Team e eu comecei a fazer beats só. Like, yeah, só yeah. fazia beats, mas like, não. Tipo, não estava a levar a cena a sério. Uh -huh. Eu comecei a produzir tipo, música, só uh -huh. like, mostrar a bradas, essas cenas. Like. E tipo, nesse time aí, eh, conheci um gajo chamado RK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, quando eu mudei para Matola. Conheci a RK e eu fazia beats para a RK. Mm. E RK mostrou os meus beats ao Leilize. Ok. Yeah. E daí eu conheci o Leilize. E epa, yeah, ele foi uma das pessoas que, like, me, que, que me fez like, conhecer muitas pessoas. Yeah, yeah, na Assembleia, yeah. tipo, ele me apresentou mais em pessoas. Yeah. E yeah, comecei a. Like, eu dava beats a pessoas. Yeah. Yeah. Like, eu nem cobrava pelos beats que eu dava. Só, yeah. like, dava beats like na same blood e yeah, tive tive like o experience assim yeah, yeah, yeah. estás num grupo onde like it's sort of like organized and then it's you have to like provide not provide but deliver let me put exactly, it this way bro, exactly. and always like make your best work possible so that exactly. it's selected per month of beats uh, like I met in the process I met Gimeta yeah yeah, yeah. so it was and then you met him at school as well Again, no, 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 no. He went. Ah, went there, uh, yeah, like but by the time you guys were, we were yeah, done, guys, yeah. you guys were done actually. Yeah. Eu conheço now speaking from my part. I know Kevin desde 2012 mm -hmm. when I moved to escolas africanos. Tava ali eu dei uma trago. Chega numa nova escola e são maninhos cenas são novas pessoas. Depois estudar numa nova língua que eu nem tava bem familiar com essa cena. I'm trying to like just you know trying to scope the ground and understand what's going on here yeah and then these two niggas just come my way bro I think it was Boys. big time bro the seniors now in South Africa they wear a camisa they wear a camisa de cor de frente they wear a camisa de cor de frente 
Maninho. Então estou a ver essas duas pessoas com essa camisa dessa cor diferente. Todos nós estamos a usar um navy blue. Eles estão a usar sky blue. Estão a vir falar comigo. Oh, what's happening here? Depois começam a maspidar, bro. Só estão a maspidar. Eu sou novo. Pode respirar só em inglês. I'm not even understanding, bro. Like, it was like, what the hell is going on here? But bro, nós, nós, não, nós não éramos bullies, bro. Nós you guys were bullies. You guys were bullies. We and were I'm glad. And I'm glad that some. Hmm? And I'm, I'm so glad that the two we of you. We were just welcoming him. We were I'm, just I'm welcoming him. I'm glad that the two of you are here right now mm-hmm. to to listen to my pain, bro. Essas duas pessoas eram Kevin e Marcos. Marcos, vocês todos conhecem ele como Mike Zodio. Mike Zodio. Mark Exodus. Eu não sei esses nomes que vocês. Esse nome tem like mil formas de dizer. Yeah, mil formas de dizer, né? Então eles chegaram só começaram a maspidar, mano. E, ok, valeu. Só pode ser, só pode ser Mike Zodio. Yeah, eu sou Mike Zodio, mas você estava ali atrás de rachar. Eu sou bom gajo, eu sou bom gajo. Foi uma cena maninha, like, it was weird, because why are you guys dissing me? But at the same time, was, como o Kevin agora acabou de dizer, foi, it felt welcoming. Porque yeah. para um gajo novo, yeah. já estar within the speed. What, school, the what school were you coming from? Kitabo. Ah, bro, Kitabo yeah. is also like... Hey, nah, the thing is, like, tabu, eu é que estudava pessoas. Eu não tinha medo de ninguém. Estudava pessoas, não interessa qual é o grade onde você estava. Eu estava a viajar pessoas. Mas agora eu estava a ser viajado. Que like, so no I was on the flip side. Estudaste no Kitabo? Estudaste? Estudaste no Kitabo, Yuda? Nada. São de Jacassis. Yeah, então... yeah. Queria confirmar, tipo, <risos> se esse gajo é que viajava todos do que ah, Pergunta, pergunta a pessoas que estiveram lá em 2012, não, não estudou, não estudou. 2012, 2012 2011. Então, yeah, eu estava ali toda a cena, a ser hospedado. E, epá, com o time, né? uhum. nos intervalos, não sei das quantas, eles sempre vinham falar comigo. E, e, e houve um dia, da primeira vez que eles disseram essa cena aqui, like, onde eu ficou, like, Like this, they marcaram até hoje. Yeah. Eu sempre falo dessa cena. Foi um dia, acho que era um break time. Uh-huh. Uh, Marco chega, começa a espetar, como sempre. Depois, no fim, ele, ele pergunta a nós, eu e os meus brados, ele na escola, manda: Vocês querem fazer o quê quando vocês, quando vocês forem bigs? Nós estamos like, Ah, I want to do engineering, I want to do this, I want to do yeah. that. Depois, Marco diz: Ah, bros, eu vou fazer música. Yeah. Kevin, ali atrás, eu dizer, yeah, me too, me too. Like, in my head, mas this me too, guys. Marcos não negar aqui. Meu gai diz. Ele, ele, você não viu porque estava já à frente, mas ele ali atrás, ele estava a dizer, me too. <laughs> então, in my head, bro, I was like, foi uma cena maninga. Foi uma cena maninga estranha, porque I was like, these people are meant to, like, dream about other scenes, you know? Like, this is Mars, bro. Like, you're not meant to dream about doing music. Ou yeah. anything like that. Se tu só entende ser aquela cena, ou seja, és advogado, és doutor, faz contabilidade, cenas assim, e depois você mm-hmm. sabe aquelas, carre- aquelas carreiras que one, a, a, a typical Mozambique child is expected to follow. Mm-hmm. And then this talking to me about music. I was like, ah, ok, cool, go do your thing. Mm-hmm. And then they leave school, epa, Katagash is becoming a big thing within their lane, right? Yeah. And Yeah, this is the part where you have to come in and talk to me about the transition from Young Ghost into what you became next. Mm. Because then, after Young Ghost, there's like after the beats and whatnot. After Young Ghost, uh, I was just making beats yeah. and I changed my name to KM, which was like uh, my initials, but spelled like spelled, spelled out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So when I did that, like I just used to make beats. I never used to record. Never yeah. Used to, like I just made beats for like a while. I was even in a production group with a, with a homie of mine called Cloudy. Okay, okay. Uh, we were in a group called uh, Vam. Mm. We used to make beats and uh, we used to like collaborate on beats and we met a lot of like artists yeah. through that collaboration yeah. in SA, right? So I collabed with Lilies, I collabed with a lot of South African artists. Uh, I collabed. It w- that was that beat production or more than that? Yeah, production, but uh, I was also doing songwriting. I okay. did like some songwriting for a couple of South African artists. Artists, yeah. okay. But um, in the process of like me producing for South African artists and Mozambican artists, I was working with uh, an American producer okay. called Ao the producer. Okay. And he's like, he he's like a he signed to Atlantic Records. All right. So like he knows a lot of like established artists yeah, and yeah. all of that. And he we just used to collaborate on beats. And he placed one of my beats with Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, th- that was like my transition from Young Ghost to, to KM. KM. I was like just taking the production side very seriously yeah, you know yeah and like yeah i i collaborated with a lot of artists and i met a lot of people uh i'm sh- in 2012 yeah i was the first nigga to put mark exodus on a digital song <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we need to like we need to get onto that story for a bit now um my name so as you can say mark exodus like i feel like it was after that's when yeah. people started knowing him. But uh-huh. we've been listening to this nigga since the days that you guys can't have a gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before this nigga hopped on a mic. Hopped on a mic. He can't have a gospel. Man, era, 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 come again? Worship leader. Yeah, worship leader. Worship leader. Choir boy. Yeah. To the center. Like, just like any other R&B artist, man. You always got to start in church. Roots. <laughs> Roots, We've been listening to him since then. He this this time he killed Tina. Is this one? Is this one? No, this guy. Who? this guy? I'm sure he's been to studios. He's been to studios and shit before. But Eric, this is guy. bro, you gotta record a track. Bro. Yeah. You gotta record a track. And yeah. like, so that's the first that's track was a freestyle, bro. So it was like, yeah, bro. But you know that th- that song is so well structured that it doesn't sound like a freestyle. Do you remember th- the first song? Yeah, What's baby it? girl, para defingir, já não pensa em mim. Eu não queria que acabasse assim. Okay, eu não queria que acabasse assim. Something, 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 something. Yeah. Let me try to think, bro. Yeah, try to think. And todo o gajo na sua track. Tava escutar aquele beat, mano. Eu me lembro, for one week. This nigga was going viral in school. <laughs> for <laughs> one <laughs> week. <laughs> Nós só estávamos a escutar aquele beat de Marcos, mano. For a whole week. week. That's all we were listening to. Nice guys, I'm viral. Religiously. Eu me lembro, o meu brother, Benny. O gajo chegava de manhã, só bombava aquele beat ali no fundo dele, a curtir aquela cena, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, my nigga, Benny, já agora. Mas, yeah, like, he was a big thing. And for my son, foi aí onde... Aquele, tá já ver, that thing that I told you, aquele encounter on stage, falaram de música. Yeah. Found it, like, it clicked, que, eh, hey, esse aqui, tava a falar aquela cena, mano, era brincadeira, it. because, yes, it was Marcos, para e pensa, but then it was, on the side, there was production, KM, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, eh, hey, 
those niggas were actually not playing. Yeah, like, niggas are actually making music. We actually like. have to take take the stuff that they were saying seriously, like yeah. properly seriously. Yeah. And then you guys left school. And yeah. what happens? When, when, uh, when yeah, I left school. I went to uni. Yeah. And I was making beats with uh, Claudio. We produced for like a lot of artists. That's like when the whole fabulous and whatnot happened. That's yeah, yeah, I was also collaborating with Ao, the producer. He produced uh, Ao Jeff from Cipher. No, Ao. Ao, okay, okay. Not Ao. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ao, the producer. <laughs> He's the guy who produced uh, Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. John. Oh, okay. Remember that track? Yeah, yeah, John, yeah, yeah. If I die today. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He okay. made that beat. Yeah. Okay. So, like, and you were like collabing with those yeah. niggas and uh yeah i collabed to like 2015 yeah. that's when i left vam and i started like making my own music started like you know just being my own artist and basically what at that time when you decided to like go solo let me put it this way uh -huh. what what was inspiring you like what what was the sound that you were listening to that made you create the sound that you had at that time uh i was i was listening to a lot of like boom bap yeah like old school j cole vibes like joy badass and a lot of like you know old music like yeah, jay-z yeah. nas and all that shit and like i i really studied that type of music yeah. you know like like the song structures and like everything bro just everything that made that made that like sound a classic sound mm. and i started like listening to a lot of like alternative music too like but old yeah, alternative, old alternative music, music. like uh jay dilla and like soulful stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. the roots and that and like yeah and oh so you're like within yeah, what was going bro. on during that time yeah okay i knew like what was on the charts yeah. and what was like what people were listening to like ot genesis i'm in love with the coco mm -hmm. yeah that like Around that time, when people were listening to that, I was like really listening to like Illmatic and MF Doom and yeah. you know just old stuff, old stuff. And I, I really like listened to that shit for a long ass time, yeah, you know, yeah. like for long. It was like the soundtrack to my life yeah. for a long time, bro. Didn't you have like that feeling? No, I also like doing. I also like doing that stuff where, when I listen to like specific artists that nobody nobody else is listening to, uh -huh. I sort of like feel like i'm a better music listener and appreciator of, of music did you not have that for a bit i did i did bro like uh at that moment i yeah. wasn't even recording music i yeah. was just making ah, so beats your life was just making beats and listening, listening to music. yeah listening to just bro different shit bro. yeah different so shit. in that process when does did you start like writing uh i recorded my first like my first uh official project yeah. in 2015 and it's called home alone yeah and yeah that's that's like when i really took like making a project seriously, seriously. like okay i'm gonna sit down and make a mixtape yeah you know yeah so that was like my first and I'd, i had recorded songs before but like a project i'd never sat down to like record a real project like yeah, okay yeah. i'm gonna record 15 songs and and and, and how how was the experience like like what what made you decide okay i'm gonna sit down and just start writing, writing. like an entire project if i don't start you don't finish and 
everything else in between has to be interconnected. Uh, I'd say like I felt like I had reached a certain level of production. Yeah. That like allowed me to you know rap on or like make nice songs you know. Mm. Yeah, I really like. I felt like I was comfortable with like rapping or making songs on my beats that I could release. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I got to that level because I'd made so many beats, bro. Like, I made beats for so long, bro. <laughs> so long. How long is so long? <laughs> just since just for 2007. Yeah. Since 2007 to 2015, that's like more than 10 years. Yeah. Just making beats. Yeah, bro. Just making beats and like. I don't know, like, I I used to record, like, demos and songs, but I'd never released oh, those songs. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, yeah, when I recorded that tape, it was, like, when I was, like, okay, this, like, this is what I want to do, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, you recorded Home Alone uh-huh. as KM, and how, 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 how did that make you feel when you, like, started, when you put it out on SoundCloud and... The feedback that you're getting from people did that make you feel like yeah i'm going on the right track or mm-hmm. was it one of those things where you're just like bruh I, i i don't think what i'm doing i feel know? like when i released it that's how i felt like i don't know like i didn't have a lot of followers i didn't have people like list that listen to my music as a rapper yeah so i was just like releasing it yeah but like people did holler at me people hollered like yo yeah shit is nice yeah i like the songs some people like were fond of the music but i didn't feel like people really listened to it mm. until i deleted it you know that's when those people started like when the hey, come up there complaining yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's and 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 that's something that a lot of y'all soundcloud peeps like doing even marcus <laughs> a couple of tracks from back in the day like you guys delete what's your what's your take on that on the whole deleting stuff i feel like deleting uh, i told alan this that deleting is like i told i told alan that deleting a song to me is like deleting a picture on instagram yeah and i do i didn't change my mind bro you didn't change your mind but basically what he said is when you have a picture on insta yeah. and you just delete it It's the same it's the same thing that the artist feels when he just leads a song. Yeah. We were having a conversation before and then yeah. I told him the main reason why it's easier for us to complain about an artist deleting a song on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, deleting a song on SoundCloud versus an uh, someone just deleting their picture on Instagram is the emotional attachment that we end up having with the song. Exactly, exactly. Where we feel like, bro, this this got me through some tough times or When I listen to this, I used to feel like some type of way, and then I want to feel that way again or anything like that. So basically, the conclusion that we came to is that we shouldn't necessarily get mad when mm-hmm. artists deletes when artists delete their songs on 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 SoundCloud or anything. Exactly. We should just let them have that moment mm-hmm. to experience whatever it is that they're going through because they're people on their own as well, and they exactly. go through stuff as well. But it's also like us as artists we feel what the people feel yeah. like we know that like people are kind of like emotionally attached yeah, to a yeah. song they share moments in life yeah with the song playing and yeah. it's like and the song doesn't exist anymore yeah. so it's, it it's makes hard sense, because bro. like sometimes you sit down and then you think about hey bro for example myself when 
when I listen to one of the songs that you produced, uh-huh. To Him in Manly, yeah. it takes me back to a time in life where like life was just chilled, you know? Exactly. Like I was in high school, I wasn't yeah. stressing about many, many of the things that I'm stressing about right now. Uh-huh. And sometimes I want to feel like that again, you know? Yeah. I want to go back to that moment. Yeah. And the first time I felt that way, I went on to SoundCloud. I went to see this page. Yeah. Procure a beat. Oh, yeah. Don't this beat. Like, you know, stuff ali, bro. Honest stuff in contrary. You got to sound like the show my name stressed out because I was like, bro, I want to listen to this song right now. Like, yeah. right now. Eu não quero saber. So, se você já apagou, se você não apagou, ok? Eu quero ver esse beat agora. So much so that I, whenever I'd bump into him at that time, I'd be like, yo, Sizi, can you please post to him in Manila again <laughs> on, 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 on SoundCloud? And then, and then it'd be like, bro, like, not now. What not, what not. And after <laughs> the conversation that we had, I understood his point because I was yeah. like, hey, man, these things do happen. Sometimes you're going through something and you just, you're just like, hey, bro, let me just delete this, you know? So, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the moment of unseriousness here in the studio. We out here with Marcus, Chelsea, and Yuta, and there's a lot of. Things happening. <laughs> a lot of things are happening here. But yeah, as I was saying, yeah. going back to um Cam and mm-hmm. deleting the whole project. Yeah, Home Alone. Home Alone. Um, um I deleted that project. Yeah, you deleted the project and then what? Mm, no, you kept I, making I, beats or was it just one of those things where you just I like recorded two more tapes? Yeah. One is under called, Cam. Yeah. One okay. is called Juice Baby and one is called Gluxenia and like uh I made those tapes and uh it was kind of like I'm sorry <laughs> Yeah We're not serious right now. Yeah we're not okay. serious because of Marcus But yeah I recorded <laughs> I was saying I recorded those two tapes. Yeah <laughs> I recorded those two tapes and then like um I don't know, bro. Like, I felt like I needed to transition into like a new, a new Ram. artist name. I don't know, like something new, yeah. like something that's gonna, you know, I don't know, bro. I feel like when you change your name, it's like, it's like making a beat or like making a shirt or mm. you know, like designing a table. It's 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 like creativity, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a lot of people are scared to play with that, you know, yeah. or maybe. They're scared to like, you know, uh, not find the right artist name, you know. But yeah. it's a journey, bro. It's a journey, and you end up creating like uh, different, different artist artist pages okay. in in a book. Okay. So uh, how 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 was that like? Like, was there a specific moment that you had that made you like transition into this whole new realm of who you were as an artist, like? Walk us through that experience of yours. Uh, first, the first time I like tripped about changing my name, I was high off shrooms, <laughs> and uh, like I tripped. I like I thought about it so much, you know. And, During like, the trip, yeah. Okay. It was the f- it was also the time when I like decided to drop out of school to mm-hmm. make music. So it was like. I don't know, it was like a transition, bro. I just felt like a free person. I just felt like, I felt like I could do anything. So yeah. I just, I, I changed my name. It was like, 
yeah but when i was off shrooms i I really thought like to myself like is there an artist on soundcloud at least called sorry you know Mm. so i went on soundcloud and i searched for sorry and there was already an artist called sorry like spelled out like sorry sorry like like with no symbols exactly so then i thought about sorry with a dollar sign Mm. and it wasn't there there was no sorry with a dollar sign on soundcloud so when i uploaded like when i like changed my name to sorry with a dollar sign my homie tony he told Mm -hmm. me to add like a yen sign okay he asked me like why don't you add the yen sign so i was like shit that's that's kind of sick yeah so yeah basically bro that's how i came up with the with that (laughs) that's how i came (laughs) yeah <laughs> so he came up with that. Mark Stein, I don't just die of coronavirus again. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so sorry <laughs> with that. <laughs> okay, my bad. Yeah, right. sorry with a dollar sign and a yen sign and a yen sign. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was like gonna change the username, I couldn't put the dollar sign and yen sign on the username. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you're about to type the hyperlink, you can't oh, use symbols. Okay, 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 okay. So I had to like spell out dollars, dollars or yens. Okay. So I just spelled it out, but like I added the s to the yens because the yen is doesn't have a plural. Yeah. yeah. So like it was like I don't know, but it was just like a I don't know a moment, you know. Yeah. And I just changed my username and ran with that name. Bro. Okay. So then sorry comes to the streets mm-hmm. every single like myself as well i knew it was km but then i mm-hmm. see that your soundcloud page changed the name I was like what the hell's going on here mm-hmm. and sorry comes through with the with an <laughs> sorry comes through with an entire different sound into the streets that everyone was just there like that everyone was just there like <laughs> okay, as I was saying, like KM changed the name onto Sorry. Sorry. And hey. Personally I was like, what's going on here? I was I was very confused as to mm-hmm. as to it's like KM bro. It's the same. As to <laughs> as to what what was going on with, with with um KM. And then the worst part was the sound was also like completely different from in comparison to what we were used to at the time. Yeah. Which was, yeah, which wasn't the whole, like, boom, bap, mm-hmm. well-structured. Exactly. No, like, the instrumentals were very, like, like conventional to, like, what we're used to. But then you exactly. came out here with this sound that was, like, some, like, astronomical type of vibe. <laughs> A lot of auto-tones and special effects on your voice. Yeah. And, like, it was just different. Like, I listened to that stuff the first time. I was like, this name is weird. Not only the name is weird, but also what it's doing. Like the sound was very weird. So I was like, yeah. okay, 
let me just give him time to like realize what is it that he's doing yeah so like how was that like when you like started doing like making those beats like what led you to start making those like that kind of that kind of beats i feel like yeah when i was going through that journey like after i did shrooms i dropped out yeah. like i woke up i told myself like music is the only thing i want to do you know yeah. like bro i dropped out of school i'm not going to school anymore yeah i have to wake up and i have to do some shit. yeah like i have to find a way to like stay busy and you know sustain myself at least you know so like i just decided one day like i'm gonna start make like recording songs all the time recording a lot of songs and in that process i became like more experimental about Mm. like vocal effects and and, like song structures and even like sounds that i used and all of that like i was just feeling free you know for the first time in my life i wasn't feeling like under pressure because of school Mm. or anything you know Mm. that was like actually the moment i dropped out of school and i told my parents like i just want to focus on music i want to do this shit and like i just felt free at the moment when i was doing that so so would you say that the sound that you were making at that time was pretty much an expression of what was going on inside you like that you were like sort of like bound to something but right now you're not bound to anything so basically you're not gonna try to that has structure to the earth that's that that's what we should expect from him because that's what he's been doing and he's been following this specific structure like nah fuck all of you niggas mm-hmm. i'm gonna do me that is that what you yeah want? definitely i was like i was feeling very like rebellious in a way like yeah. just making tracks that are not conventional like trying to make shit that doesn't sound like and 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 how how, how did you deal with people that weren't used to that like what was your f- what did you feel like at the time i don't know i feel like a lot of people didn't listen to that style of music at the time but i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest in the start for me it was hard like i couldn't yeah. listen to that a lot of people didn't yeah. listen to that type of music at the time it's just like i, I understand bruh like music has phases you know like yeah. we can even use mozambique as an example yeah like the type of music that that becomes popular is always like kind of late to what's actually going on mm. if you understand what mm. i mean it's mm. like we're kind of like behind a few milliseconds okay i see i see if that see. makes sense yeah, you know yeah. so it's like i don't know bro to me that's how it feels like so basically you were like trying to fill in that gap instead of us being behind you want us to be like pioneering thinking stuff. ahead thinking like ahead. just making music that doesn't sound very boxed in like very formulaic very like you know yeah, yeah i just felt i felt like i was starting to understand like you as an artist you have like the will and power to decide what type of music you want to make yeah i understand like, okay but that's maybe because of like the type of artists i used to like look up to and shit like niggas like lil b and tyler the creator yeah, those yeah. guys are like independent artists that have yeah. been. so it's like to me it's like <laughs> to me it's like i don't know bro like I always saw them as like free people, bro. Yeah. Luby has a song called "Fuck Kevin Durant," bro, and the whole song is saying "Fuck Kevin Durant, <laughs> fuck Kevin Durant," yeah. bro. The whole just song, that. and it 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 has like millions of views, yeah. bro. So that just shows you that, bro. Like 
there's people that go to the studio and feel free like yeah, to yeah. make whatever they like so, imagine so that's thinking. what you wanted to do as well yeah definitely I, bro. See, I, see. I had friends that also like like were also on the same mindset yeah. you know so i don't know bro like it helped it helped but like you know when you start doing that kind of stuff then you find those people as you said that are like low-key boxed in and are very yeah. like technical pop music and whatnot they're like nah yeah. this doesn't make sense and whatnot whatnot yeah so basically the way you had to deal with those people was just like you know what no the thing is like people that are technical about music yeah. understand when someone is making something that's very brash and okay. very like unconventional okay. you know so it's like at the same time it's like like bro like if you understand music you know that this person understands about melody but he's just going off scale or mm. off tone mm. on purpose mm. and then you know when someone is going off, off scale, scale or off tone because they don't know yeah i bro. see I exactly see. exactly so so would you say i that feel like the people that supported me were people that understood understood music. Oh, yeah. okay i see i see i see but like regular people that are used to just listening to like well-structured music yeah limited very like clean music mm. uh bro like they were just like it's kasha what's happening yeah, bro? Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah bro. so then what were you listening to like as you said during the camp phase yeah you're listening to a lot of like boom bap and whatnot exactly. so when you became sorry or dollars or yens what were you listening to at that time i was listening to a lot of trap music yeah definitely like a lot Which of trappers? trap music, like SoundCloud rap, SoundCloud rap, SoundCloud rap, like the bro. underground stuff. Yeah, okay. Definitely, bro. I was listening to SoundCloud rap all the time. Yeah, I was like, bro, just listening to Atlanta rap, like yeah. Young Thug, uh, Hoodrich Pablo, yeah. Pee Wee Longway, bro. Like, hey, bro, all of these niggas were like, it was like a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it feels like SoundCloud had all of those moments there yeah. bro 2015 was like the year where yeah i started listening to a lot of that shit like every day bro <laughs> like when i started trying to listen to like the type of music i used to listen you to you couldn't like, chilled music and shit i couldn't bro because that shit was just so infectious bro it was <laughs> so like <laughs> but it, it, it gets to you it gets yeah to you. bro it does it Ew, bro, I'm on the bro like soundcloud bro was like but how, how like how are you able to find beats because i have this thing on soundcloud cloud like i find it very hard to find nice tracks on soundcloud yeah so how how did you go about like or uh, did you twitter already know ah twitter, twitter okay. yeah twitter also helped like finding artists, artists. on soundcloud oh, yeah okay, so okay. you go on soundcloud and like you're listening to a song that was tweeted retweeted oh, okay, you okay, know okay, okay, okay. and from there like yeah, yeah, like algorithms so like yeah i was into that shit bro like just listening to a lot of like bro i used to listen to a lot of xxx tentacion mm. before lot, he went bro. big a lot bro like <laughs> way before he went big bro yeah. way before i used to listen to a lot of like uh ski mask smoke perp little pump mm. bro young, and like i said young thug chief keith yeah it was like a soundcloud moment bro. Yeah. travis scott and and then like, all when of these niggas, Lil Uzi, yeah. Playboy Cardi. So all of them before they went big, you were like yeah, already bro, there on I that was, wave. That was I was that was what I was listening to. Okay, so then there's the switch from Cam to sorry, where the sound changed into like this astronomical and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But then there was another switch within 
the sorry phase, mm-hmm. which was the off-tempo rapping, which until exactly. today is a topic of conversation. Exactly. Where people go like, eh, aquele gajo, aquele KM, era um gajo terrível. Rapa for nice, mas agora rapa fora do tempo. O que está a passar com ele? O que ele está a fazer? Não sei das quantas. Like, no, it's crazy. Like, yeah. like, people actually come to me yeah. like asking that shit. People come to me asking that shit, you understand? So yeah. it's like, man, like, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> like, I can't even, like, I don't know, I can't even, like... Explain. Yeah, bro, explain, because it was just a transition. But who inspired you to start that style, like, the whole off-tempo stuff? Uh, I would say Hoodrich Pablo, Rich the Kid, Soldier Boy. Yeah, yeah Soldier Boy was, like, Hoodrich Pablo and Rich the Kid convinced me that I can like I can rap off tempo yeah. and know that I'm rapping off tempo. Yeah. Soldier Boy was the guy that was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're listening to a lot of like the Soldier Boy yeah, stuff was that wasn't like popping on the mainstream. Yeah, his tapes on SoundCloud, yeah. bro, SoundCloud all the time, bro. I used to listen to King Soldier Five, King Soldier Six, yeah. King Soldier Seven on repeat, bro. There was a tape that Soldier Boy dropped with Bow Wow, bro. Yeah. And he's rapping off tempo, bro. Please look for it. The whole tape. When, when you finish this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show you the tape. Okay. He ilish atava fazir akilish flows the repair off tempo on that shit. Okay. Bro. Okay. So it's like it's it's a culture, bro. If you listen to like a lot of like southern music, yeah, niggas are starting to do that. Oh, I see. But I see. they're like cleaning it up. If mm. that makes sense, mm. like the engineers actually like fixing that. Yeah. Like my recording technique is that I don't slip the vocals okay so normally for you to like uh stay on beat in a song you gotta like slip the vocals because there's a sample rate okay so a sample rate is like what makes the mic and the recording like a millisecond late Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so when you record you're not really like in recording in real time Mm -hmm. so that's what I do. Like I, I just record and I don't move the vocal. Oh, okay, just leave them as is. Exactly. I see. I see. Exactly. I see. Exactly. So that's what I was doing, and like people weren't understanding it. People like okay, people that made music, like yeah. I told you, people that make music always told me like, bro, this shit is fire. Yeah. People that are just like regular are just they were just like shocked. No, me you know? as a regular, I must say like. Because I had the shock of the the new sound, yeah, uh, astronomical whatnot, yeah. And then this, I was like, "Hey, bro, yeah. sa, like that was another sa pasar moment." Yeah, where I was like, "Bruh, like what's going on here?" Like I was so confused, fam. Money. And then something like there was something that made made that I had my own moment where your that sound of yours became quite interesting to me yeah and that's when i when i because okay let me let me just go back i had seen a tweet someone mm-hmm. like talking about like the whole thing of like rapping off tempo and whatnot mm-hmm. and then like a month or two later upon you link the pop my color yeah your video yeah on on on, on youtube those first scenes like those graphics whatever i'm like oh okay cool and then the setting scene <laughs> men's is at the fucking Cemetery, bro. One cemetery just off a shadow, my nigga. I'm like, bro, what's going on here, dog? Like, <laughs> like you know. And I bet at that time people were thinking that you were crazy. And Definitely, I think that bro. that thing just Damn, made it even sorry. more. <laughs> Where'd you find this? 
Damn, son. I, I feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel like that video just made it even like the, so 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 confirm on us todos que mandei esse gajo chamou de show placo já não tá conosco não but bro so if you me dizer tipo bro você placo deixa ver you're going crazy yeah, you know yeah. like I felt like humble brag I felt like Kanye for a second bro yeah yeah bro like nigga stop on essa cena de malta a You're going crazy. <laughs> You're going crazy. That face so was like, bro. Like, people think like crazy people. People think that crazy people aren't like, aren't stuck. Yeah. Enough to create something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if you're crazy, bro, you you don't even have time to like stand up, bro. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, bro. Calling someone crazy is like. It it makes no sense, bro. If you don't understand what the person is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I watched that video. I listened to that beat, and that was the very first track that that made me realize um, whether or not that that was the very sorry guys, that was the very first track that made me realize w- that. Okay, um, mentoki. So, as I was saying, sorry for the cut. That, w- that w- when I watched the pop my collar video, that was yeah. the moment where I realized that eh, as a sign up, it, in the story was like kind of trash, mm-hmm. but right now it's like sounding. My ear is like enjoying it, you know. Yeah. I was like, my ear likes this this whole off tempo stuff, and yeah. I feel like also the instrumental it also helps, helps because it it's helps, like melodic it and whatnot. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, this yeah. is this is nice. And then I'm there watching that video, which is like a crazy video. You guys should go watch it. Pop my collar. Sorry, it's on YouTube. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, bro, watch this again. I'm a sound nice." Yeah. Então passei para teu SoundCloud, fui ouvir bands times. You went to listen to like the the, the recent tracks. Yeah, the recent tracks. I went back a bit as well, just to like grasp mm-hmm. what was happening there. And then, little did I know, I was already into this whole off tempo rap, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Just like that, I'm just there listening. To well, me. yeah, bro, I'll, I'll never like. But like before we move forward, yeah. please tell us the story of that video, of pop my collar. Yeah, like oh, I got into the. How I got into the cemetery. Yeah, like come come you think about this side? Man, they asked me to enter the cemetery. We're going to the cemetery. Record video. It was like, uh, like I was with my homie Nike Freck, and like we were just you know walking. Out of the studio, coming yeah. out of uh, Rika, and we passed by the cemetery. And like, <laughs> I looked at the cemetery. I was like, "Has anyone ever done a video inside the cemetery?" And the nigga was like, "Bro, are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah, bro." He was like, "Hey, bro, if you want to do it, let's get it." So like, I didn't have a camera there, yeah. but then I had a VHS camera at home. Yeah. So I just took my camera, and we shot it. And we couldn't even shoot like with music, you know. So yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like a VHS camera. We get there, bruh, to the cemetery, and the shit is locked, bruh. Like shit, <laughs> bruh. Jump in that hole, bruh. Yeah. We jumped in that hole, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> we jumped and like, yeah, bro. We shot. Like, I jumped in first actually, yeah. and Nike was shooting from the outside, and then he jumped in. Mm-hmm. Because the first scene, like, you can still see that the, the person that had the camera was outside because you can yeah. see the gate. 
exactly yeah exactly like i jumped in first he shot and then he jumped in and then we started shooting shooting like bro as we're shooting inside yeah we start seeing people stopping to watch what's happening <laughs> inside the cemetery. Hey, bro, I get place at I wouldn't say Sagrado, but it's like people just don't. Yeah, people don't don't go play inside. there. I yeah, mean, yeah, <laughs> it's just. And you guys were like, "Nah, we're not just gonna walk inside. We're gonna record stuff. We're so gonna I guess, film a video. Yeah, here. an entire yeah. video. So I guess people were just like, "Bro, this is crazy. Like, yeah, something is happening here. I jumped there. Nike jumped. We shot the video, and then like. We felt comfortable enough to shoot there. Continue started shooting. shooting like a lot of places we went. Then to the Cappella, yeah. <laughs> trash the Cappella, yeah, bro. Yeah. P- bro, when we're like walking in that Cappella, people like, "Hey, stop my look, stop!" Hey, bro, like those shoppers stopping. Yeah, yeah bro, hey. like, like a shopper stopping and a cobrador like jumping out of the shop. I'm like, yo, what the hell are you niggas doing? Yeah, bro, and like people, like hella people outside, bro. Yeah. So it was like. I don't know, bro. It was like crazy, bro. It was yeah. it was a crazy moment. But if you notice, the video has like footage that's not synced to the audio, yeah. so it's just like random. But it's footage. like a dope video, like for the vibe that you were following. Yeah, that was like a dope video. And not only that, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. It just shows this whole thing that you were saying, like freedom. Yeah, you didn't care about what those people outside were thinking. Exactly. You were just like, as long as I don't get in trouble, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. get locked up or anything like that. Oh man, the police are municipal. Viragi, man, this stuff is okay. Ah, man, you see, Kali, no, yeah, like no serious trouble, but like we were just, bro, we were just filming, mm. and it's a place that I'm sure even cops wouldn't like to get inside. Yeah. You know, so it's like, for that, man, you see, get the cops, speak on the boy. Nah, no, I'm just telling you, yeah. So yeah. I don't know, bro. We shot and nothing happened. Like I, I edited the video by myself yeah. too. Like, yeah, yeah because you also into like video production. And yeah, bro, I studied, I studied video editing, like YouTube University. You feel me? But oh, okay, I studied okay. video editing, like a lot of. I watched a lot of like class tutorials yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, like for two years, bro. Since twenty fifteen, no, since twenty seventeen mm. to last year, I was just watching like video editing like classes and you know like not only that bro just uh you know different uh adobe adobe classes oh, okay 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 yeah so after effects and trying photoshop. to like yeah photoshop illustrator i don't know how to draw but like i use illustrator to like mask so a the lot artwork the, the artwork that you make for your stuff yeah. you do it yourself yeah i do most of so my so basically artwork. the whole value chain let me put it this way of your music yeah it's you from i would say the product so. from beat production mixing mastering mm-hmm. if you want to make a video yeah then the artwork artwork hey bro everything bro Shit. even like even like uh i don't know like marketing strategies yeah, 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 yeah. and promo and all that shit like I'm sure if I sit down and study that shit, I could probably like provide that, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Now, but yeah. you have us. We are here. Definitely, bro. Definitely, bro. <laughs> we are here doing the work. Not everyone has to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now moving on to. Sorry, mm-hmm. you released gang load of tapes. Yes, a lot of tapes. 2019. We can also we can also blame Soldier Boy for that. E. Soldier Boy and a Gucci Man. of t- bro. I remember that tweet of yours when you're like, in the next month, every single su- was it Sunday or Monday? 
it was Sunday. Every single Sunday, I'm gonna drop a tape. So this guy yeah. for a month, yeah. four tapes in one month. I was like, what yeah. the hell? Not only that, yeah. I saw this other tweet of yours where you're like, myself and let me reach. Yeah. Lem- yeah, you guys were like myself and Remy, let me reach. I just recorded two songs in 19 minutes. Yeah. And we're gonna drop them now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, they're joking. Like a few minutes later, the link was up. I was yeah. like, bro, bro, it's like first, bro, it's first, bro. How, 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 how long does it take, like, for you to like make a beat? It takes me to make a beat like max, I'd say, 30 minutes. 30 to minutes. get something like solid. But yeah, I can make. Most of the Valentino de la Vega beats yeah. are <laughs> 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Ten We're going to get to Valentino de la Vega. I know this is the reason why most of y'all are here. We're going to get to Valentino de la Vega soon. But we need to like understand Kevin before yeah. we get to de la Vega. Because yeah. de la Vega is just an entire story in its own. <laughs> we're so, getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> here. But yeah, um... So 30 minutes for you to make something solid mm-hmm. and then like the whole mixing and mastering. So let's let's say one hour. One hour to make like a whole like instrumental Mental. and 30 minutes to make a song. So so like writing, like... I don't even write. You don't even write. Yeah, no I more. don't write. Like I stopped writing. Are you one of those people that you've written so much that you don't have to write? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's... That's, that's you. Yeah. Like on some Jay-Z type of vibe. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like I wrote so much that like Every time I'm like near a mic, I feel like I'm in that like creative like you, space. Like you, 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 you see the pen and the paper in your head. Exactly, bro. Oh, exactly. That's like I feel, yeah, I feel like not only pen and paper, or maybe like typing or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. Just that field, you know, yeah. like a writing field. Yeah. I see that, and like I try to always imagine like, like the craziest shit. Yeah. Yeah, basically. But you can also do that, but thinking of something structured. So like, yeah, they give you a theme. You can like. Put it like together. Th- that's why the recording technique that I have is helpful because I can record bar for bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you call I it what? Say. Chopping in, right? It's called punching in. Punching in, exactly. Yeah, I watched in. that Apapila video of yours yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, spoke yeah, yeah. about it. Punching in is like, it's the future, bro. Like in Atlanta, bro, yeah. everybody punches in. We're just listening to Atlanta music. Yeah. You can hear like the punch ins, you can hear like the takes, different takes. Mm. And it's, it gives you more control. Jay-Z, K- Kendrick Lamar, The Weeknd, all of these artists record like that. It's yeah. just you have the engineers there, and some people don't even use an engineer. Yeah. They just do it by themselves. Yeah. Just record, you, you, you just record yourself saying, I'm going to sit on the couch, and then yeah. you stop. And then you, next bar. Yeah, bro. So it's like you can, bro, you can like, it's like you're writing. Yeah, bro. It's yeah, yeah. definitely like writing. You can think of like the next bar as you're recording that bar. That bar, I see, I see. And it becomes, you know, like it becomes a habit when okay. you do it a lot of times. Okay. It takes practice, but freestyling, beca- it's like people that are good at freestyling, yeah. bro. Like when they practice a lot, yeah. they already know words that they can mm, rhyme mm. And, s- and be in like in a safe mm. pocket. Can you, you freestyle though? I can freestyle, but I feel like I don't know, like, I feel like it's not, I don't know, it's not, it's not my, like, favorite thing to do. Okay, I see. I, I like recording, I like. You like being in the studio, you're yeah. like a studio man. Yeah, I like, hey, bro, I'm, I, I'm a studio geek, bro. Yeah. I'm a studio geek. So, now, as sorry, you're doing all of those things, releasing tapes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
and then like all of a sudden you surprised us yeah with someone new so please tell us about this whole thing let's get to where people want us to get to (laughs) (laughs) are we getting ahead of ourselves i I think (laughs) we're getting yeah so like you worked on something else Mm -hmm. so please walk us through that for a bit uh i worked on my first album called big tanchos yeah and it was like it was like the first time i experienced uh like working on an album you know yeah like because i i planned on dropping it on spotify apple and like different distribution platforms right but at the same time i was like like i didn't want to drop it like and sell it you know yeah. i wanted people to listen to it so i just dropped it as a free album yeah. on soundcloud and then like yeah bro from there i just uh i was i worked on another tape yeah. but in the process like uh i got uh i don't know bro i don't know the right word but like the i got raided by the police okay <laughs> yeah and my crib so in the process of like me dropping that album and working on more music mm. like I had to like uh I don't know bruh transition again mm. because uh the cops raided my crib cuz they got the tip that like it was some drug deal or mm. some shit like that so I was like it was like kind of like messed up you know yeah. cuz I had to go through like a a certain I don't know bruh I had to go through certain conditions mm. because of like an agreement yeah so that you made with the police? the police yeah okay. because apparently like in my neighborhood they're looking for like you know um like malfeitos okay so they're looking for like drug dealers blah 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 so there's like a huge list mm. of those people and somehow you ended up falling in that exactly list. and for them to take me out of the list i had to like complete with like something that uh what's what you call that like the chief of police mm. yeah so like I did like a process called uh image rehabilitation rehabilitation mm-hmm. image and like yeah bro I had to like cut my hair I had to So the dreads I had to stay everyone sober. they knew sorry as as the, with the dreads yeah bro it was like a process bro yeah. it was a process but it was like kind of like uh you know invasive mm. yeah cuz I don't know, bro. It, f- it felt weird. Like, it felt like someone was, like, trying to get me or something, mm. you know. But at the same time, bro, it was just, like, a lesson yeah. for me to know, like, where I where I am. and Yeah, because at that time, you were back in Mars already. Yeah, I was back in Mars. Yeah. And, like, my hair was, like, really fucked up. Like, my <laughs> dreads were, like, really, like, bro, I don't know. But I never used to take care of yeah, my yeah. hair. So it was just sort of wake up. Yeah, wake up and blaze wake up and do shit yeah. so it was like yeah it was coming like bandera bro you yeah, feel me yeah. yeah so like the cops were like probably looking at me as a suspect or mm, I, see. I don't know bro but like yeah i was i was i was forced to get into that program and like yeah bro ever since i've just been like more cautious about like the shit i do yeah. and i don't know it it it's for me it's just like for you to know where you are, you know, yeah. like being in Mars, you need to know like there's 
people watch. Yeah, Big Brother, bro, there's bro. a society, bro. <laughs> the Big Brother's out here. There's a higher power. There's a higher power. Control system, bro. Yeah. It's a controlled system. So, in as much as they might want to sell us the idea of freedom of speech, of expression, exactly, and love exactly. that stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of things that if we start talking about that, we might get killed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So then you got you you did your image image rehabilitation. Yeah, I did the image you rehabilitation became, thing. You went back to being like kind of close I to went, Kevin. Yeah, I went back to like just being like you know by myself, a regular dude. Yeah, cause like uh, I was actually I actually had to like go to rehab for that yeah. shit, bro. Cause how was that like, uh, bro? You drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. drink a lot of water, bro. Like a lot so of detoxing, water, bro. bro. Yeah, like a lot of water, bro. <laughs> like a lot. I've never drank <laughs> like bro. Like shit. That shit is crazy, bro. Like you're pissing all the time, bro. Like every ten minutes. So, I swear, bro. Like, bro, you drink three liters every hour. That's yeah, that's like duas duas garrafas desse. Yeah, every hour. Don't entregar. Every hour, yeah, like drink that shit. And how long do you stay there for? For fifteen days. Shit, just drinking that shit. Hey, bro, you get like so sick of water, bro. Yeah. And then like, yeah, you come out clean, right? Cause it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had to present like those forms to the cops mm. and shit, so they could leave me alone, right? So yeah. Bro, it's it's real. That harassment shit is mm. real, bro. Like mm. here in Ma, especially when people see that, like this this person is just being a, a bit too expressive. Mm. They're just like, nah, bro. We gotta. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. So yeah, bro. Basically, like I went through that process, and like when I was in rehab, and when I was back here. I was just recording a lot of music, yeah. bro, like a lot of music, a lot of tracks, bro. A lot of, like every day, bro. Yeah. Like recording, recording, recording. I ended up with like, bro, more than 300, 400 songs. And then like my PC like fucked off, bro. You <laughs> lost like it I all? I lost all of my files, bro. Shit. Yeah, like my PC formatted. And I had to start, like, I had, like, a, a, a hard drive backups and shit. Yeah. But, like, my PC bounced. It just bounced on me. And, like, I had to start over again and shit. But, yeah, tipo, in this process, there were many things. Yeah. Like, I started exploring new, you know, <laughs> forests. Okay, okay, okay. And so, and, yeah. and what, 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 what? What was this that you were exploring? We were exploring at the time. Uh, at that point, uh, I was like uh, in the studio with some homies. Yeah, I used to go to the studio near my house. Like uh, we just used to chill there and record tracks there and shit. And then like I just had the idea, the bright idea. Okay. Of asking my homies like, yo, what do you guys think of a nigga from Mars called Valentino de la Vega? Okay, okay. And then my homie Neck, he was like, Who's that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I knew, like, I already knew, like, ah, this shit, this shit has oh, to man. be something. Like, yeah. you know, this has to be, yeah, it has to be like a story too. So I, I just started inventing shit, like, hey, Valentino de la Vega, é um gajo que mal da sonda viajar, pessoas, yeah. nas músicas. Yeah. É um gajo maningue nos interviews, é um gajo maningue obnoxious, yeah. like, you're like, yeah, bro, just 
a nigga that's doing everything wrong. You yeah, know? yeah. And then the nigga's like, bro, who is that? Ni-? Like he actually thought it was someone. Someone real. So that's when I was like, Nike, Nike Frank, all of this, all of this time that you speak about. Yeah, he this. would ask me who, like, yeah. who Valentin de la Vega is. Like, nice guys, yeah, no, and okay. I used to drag that. Like it was just a viage, mm, right? But okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I used to drag that viage, and you just be like, bro, why are you always talking about For that nigga? Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. And then like. I don't know, just one day I was like at the crib and I was like, what if I record a Valentino de la Vega song? Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> I just called Valentino de la Vega and he was like, yeah, bro, where you at? And I was like, bro, pull up to the stool. Dude. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in the stool, Valentino Andra. Yeah. I made the beat for Diolinda Jim. The, the beat already existed. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. just came through to the stool. Nigga took off his shirt. De repente o gajo entra no booth e Diolinda Jim já está. Yeah. Daqui para aqui, in like 10 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. The song was done, bro. The so whole song. And yeah, bro, I just released, he released it on his SoundCloud. Yeah, on his SoundCloud, actually. That one, that one saiu ali no SoundCloud dele, yeah. Tá Yeah. So it's like, So basically, what you, o que tá a dizer a nós todos é que falando ainda, ele começou com uma viagem. Yeah, começou com uma viagem, definitivamente. It was just, <laughs> it was just a thought. Mm. It was just a thought. It was like a, an inside joke. Yeah, inside joke. Yeah, and like. But how has it been so far? Like the whole experience. Are you enjoying it? Do you enjoy? Who, do you enjoy recording? As seeing like a nigga that, seeing a nigga that I created being more popular exposed. than you. <laughs> <laughs> I created that nigga. Yeah, you bro. created that nigga, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely created that nigga. You know, like yeah, Valentin de la Vega is like meu artista, bro. É meu yeah. artista. Assinei o Valentin de la Vega e yeah, I feel like a proud dad, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like a proud dad, but he's bigger than me, so I can't <laughs> But I that's can't how, feel that's like how, a dad I, I think that's how it's supposed to be, you know. Dads they walk until a certain level and then their kids are yeah. going to take it to the, a whole new level. Yeah. Type of thing. I feel like yeah, bro. Like, it's bigger than me. It's like something that, like, when I when I have this convo, I always tell I always tell people like I created a monster to <laughs> because yeah, because and you know what's the funniest thing? It's the fact that people I tell God or Joe, I don't know what's going on, it's all in you. Yeah, bro. People send me like my videos on WhatsApp, bro. Like. Imagine me sending you a, a yeah. vlog of yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like if, like to you, instead of sending you a link of your vlog, I yeah. go to YouTube, I screen grab your yeah. your vlog, and I send it to you. Yeah, and I don't say shit. I just send it. <laughs> so what you would just you keep say, on getting bro? like this random, like not random, but your own videos from people. Just yeah, bro, on on WhatsApp and shit, and I'm like, bro, how's this video like circulating on WhatsApp, bro? Like I put the shit the on place IG. on the shit was bad thing was just the viral. Yeah, that's. If you want to go viral, you, sh- you should aim for WhatsApp first or have a strategy <laughs> that will make sure your content <laughs> is like batering there. <laughs> because, yeah, that's that's it. That's how you get like moms to see your stuff. Moms. You know, I swear, I swear to God, if you want to like bater, bro, just make sure your stuff is. A circular group with the moms. I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you. So then you start getting all of this stuff mm-hmm. and Valentin Del Vega starts banging. And then people on Twitter. Are talking about Valentin Delvega all the time and yeah, bro. It's, hey, bro, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like people are taking it too seriously. Yeah, and I feel like I'm not 
I'm not taking it seriously with the people, but <laughs> maybe someday I'll do it, bro. Yeah. Maybe someday. <laughs> maybe someday. <laughs> bro, for real, no, maybe someday I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> so would you say, would you tell people to like relax with this whole thing of them like stressing out too much about the fact that Valentin de la Vega sounds like a joke and whatnot? Uh, what would you like, say? Would you tell them, like, bro, just enjoy the music? Bro, just enjoy from what I've vibe. seen, from what I've seen, like yeah. Valentin de la Vega, from what I've seen, yeah. it looks like he's not joking, bro. It looks like he's ah, serious. yeah. When you when you when he comes through to the studio, yeah. But I don't know. People take it as a joke, yeah. so I don't know. I bro. mean, personally, <laughs> when I heard it the first time, right, I was like, because I was on Twitter, right, yeah. I'm just there chilling, whatever, scrolling, scrolling, whatever. The push of visual own link from you. Mm-hmm. Where I think he asked you to just put to on your Twitter page, right? Yeah. So it was only the Umasana Falin de la Vega during the gym, and then the picture, they was like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I pressed play on that shit. I'm like, Okay, that, that first sample that you used in the start when you made the beat, yeah, I think yes, sorry, yes, made yes, the beat, yes. right. Yeah, I made the I made yeah. the Diolinda Jimu beat, beat definitely. And then I was there in that and glorious moment. Valentin de la Vega just wrapped over. Yes, obviously. yes, yes. He just walked in, walked in, 10 minutes. Booths and shadow. In the booths and shadow. Yeah, of course. Save the booth. So, I'm like listening to those 808s in the start. I'm like, what the hell is going on here, bro? And I'm vibing already. I'm <laughs> vibing already on the store. I'm like, okay. Much on the job to do, man. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. On those ad libs, bro. I yeah. guess ad libs kill us all. I was like, bro. <laughs> those ad lips are the craziest ad lips i've seen in the game so far like i was like what's going on here and then you start dro- it starts dropping those bars bro i'm like yeah this is crazy i had to listen to it like twice like more than twice actually just yeah. to like understand because first time i heard it i was like oh okay and then when I listened to it the second time, that's when the, this whole thing, that the confusion that everyone has on, like, that's when I started having that confusion. When I heard it the third time, that's when I was like, nah, this is definitely him, bro. He's just you viajaring the, us. You had the... You, you had yeah, the, I saw the, the light way early, bro. I mean, as being, being the first person listening to the track, I, I guess... That it had to put me, you know, one step ahead of everyone else. No, but bro, that I I know, I think I know why. Yeah. It's just because he stole my flow, you know. That's just it, bro. People think that's me because the La Vega stole my flow. That's just. But it. yeah, he did steal it, but he does it exactly like you. Some sometimes people steal it and then they do it wrong. So he copied yeah. you very well. I guess it's because you were there in the studio as well. Bro, I don't know what it is, bro. He's just like he's he's very he's all over the place, you know. Yeah, he actually is. You must send a money interesting about him that I like, Joe. Eh, asena dele. Nos lyrics dele nunca é uma. It's never like something that you like, like a straight line. Mas depois no fim tudo vem se juntar and you're like, eh, this actually made sense as like a as a body. Everything so correlates. Yeah, that, yeah, it correlates somehow. And that's like very interesting to watch. So I want to find out like what you think is going on in his head that makes him like like gather like all of these random things and then put them together. I think like it's just the 
for me it's like the song structures you know yeah. the like like one the minute length, the length he has to say the stuff ah so he has to say everything he possibly can in that one minute but try to be as like like as bro as obnoxious as possible, possible. okay so that's why he's always talking about like yeah <laughs> it's just like a theme to it but at the same time it's like it's just like it feels like he's there, not like he doesn't know he yeah doesn't know where, bro. To, where, where there's like a, a line you yeah know? like it just goes overboard like i send as much not a very random yeah but would you say he's a national treasure bro to an extent yes because he's stepping on the fire for all of the kids out here that's a fair okay because right now if you look at like all of these kids i mean ele grow on estilo onde se pega uma pessoa você fala yeah yeah but i can't take credit but it's formula i feel like lil b is the nigga bro mm. lil b começou com essa mas locally locally I'm sure Gimeta has a song called Pio Mato. I'm sure people have songs with like names. basketball player names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like uh, I uh, think you just Ele de la Vega. He took it too case. far. He made it more Yeah, he took it too far, yeah. bro. Então, epa. From a sense of like this is this is nice because eu a ver outros young trappers around are mm-hmm. doing something similar. If I'm saying like the show morning flesh bro. What like what what like how did you how did you feel like when you saw that it was it could be something something like I felt like it needed to be supported and mm-hmm. I did what had to be done with in that regard which is whenever I'd see for example like purple swag and what not releasing mm-hmm. beats question mm-hmm. nomish like I just used whatever pot- platform I have to like put it out there and push that kind of stuff yeah and we always every single day getting people to like ride this wave as well yeah and somehow it's been working you guys are making people listen to <laughs> yeah this type of music and then but what, what would you call this genre of this music? genre if you had to like if you had the power to give it a name yeah to give it a name but not try and like box it in That's mm. it. if you had to give it like a people as a center my center the most my center the most you know say joe Yeah, maybe Neo Panza. Mark Neo Panza. Mark, Mark X this this Neo Panza. Neo Panza. Yeah. That's that's what the style is called. Yeah. The style is it's official, bro. Neo Panza. Neo Panza. <laughs> <laughs> Neo But Panza. But I, I feel like it does make sense. Oh, another version of studio. Uh-huh. Hey, I have to I have to I have to give credits to Iron Bronze cuz il foi o gajo que me mostrou tipo Purple Swag e Mace Pro ah, like all of those the, yeah, the, the, the upcoming nigga. generation he used to show me like yo check these niggas out yeah, bro like yeah, check yeah. these check these niggas i'm recording their tracks yeah, these yeah, niggas yeah. Are like yeah bro so when i heard like their tracks i was like hey bro like there's actually like a culture happening exactly in Mars, because dela vega didn't just happen and el pocho música out there el começou a ganhar um cult like following okay with some old people like mm-hmm. me there like leading the movement but then yeah. a gang lot of kids também a curtir aquela cena que fiquei like eh, okay acho que eu não tô mais louco assim bro you were you were like the first person to play the Olinda gym yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna put that on my cv though so yeah but <laughs> like 
Like everything comes around. Yeah. Full circle, bro. Forma sana maning like eu comecei quando eu comecei a ver que não, mas onde eu vi que malta, isso aqui mesmo faz sentido foi quando eu comecei a ver outras pessoas imitarem um estilo okay. de malta pegarem someone fazer um beat on that thing por, yeah. por exemplo, Mace Perp, aquele beat Nate Sofia yeah. it came out like a month later yeah. after you had released um, The Olinda Gym. Gym and it also got a lot of streams bro yeah. like more than 10k streams yeah. and it was like that style like yeah. something short and simple Like mad bars, not the sign up, but there they did like Ashkanot Song Trash and I killed beat yeah. and it still sounded crazy. It's like a collaborative yeah. effort, yeah. Bro. So I was like, this is this is proper and yeah. But then the La Vega starts getting onto some features. Yeah, like uh, that, was, that was that was like it was part of the plan. It was part of the plan, but at the same time the the way people like reacted was also yeah different you know yeah. so i mean honestly from personally speaking like when i heard the first feature i think it was ping with the drip mm-hmm. with jimad yeah. i didn't fuck with it as much i was like nah man I, maybe you should just <laughs> <laughs> solo riding thought the sana stick to it because they want sana like i feel like the la vega for him to bring the message across he needs that one minute yeah verne ele começa toda cena fala dos colheres fala da pita fala de não sei do que and then fala da pessoa who is talking about and then comes back to like a closure yeah but there with the feature with the feature like i don't think i don't think you had he had yeah it's very complicated to separate the two because yeah. guys rap very similar you know it's yeah so, yeah it's it's like pelo menos naquele feature Yeah. And then he released the one with uh Lil <laughs> That one was like, I was like, bro, what's going on here? Okay, cool. But the feature like Man, wait, bro, what did you think about the Lil Dagama? Bro, no, 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 part. Not 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 Valentino de la Vega's part. Hey, bro. I think it was all right, man. Like It was, it was it's like audible trash you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> it's like audible trash shout out Liu Jakama, but <laughs> oh you know the english someone here okay yeah son is the english someone in my lord probably needs to practice a bit not to create a problem because we're just having a conversation so okay the push say again feature con lil bai yeah lil bai lil bai was the Bro. one That feature, that man. That feature was the one. Bro. That Lil feature Bae, was the one. Lil Bae is the future, bro. Not only that, you know, you know, the team of him, he account to post that video. You saw that he's lying in the with Lil Bae. Bro, you saw those bars, man. Lil Bae is crazy. I told you, bro. Lil Bae is the Mas one. Something Bae even crazier. That the guy who started that video with Lil Bae was that scene of rap in Chertepu. Yeah. Which is taken to a whole new level. Now, on, man, it's like more than one bar. Yeah. A manager, tipo, I was like, bro, nós temos que nós tipo eu e a manager de La Vega yeah. temos que obrigar de La Vega a fazer, a fazer um álbum. Encher tipo, I'm 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 pretty sure it's gonna bang. <laughs> Honestly, so? I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna bang big time, bro. <laughs> like I'm for it, man. Sabes, eu já até já comecei a aprender encher tipo, fui falar com todas as pessoas para me ensinar essa cena, so that I'm able to like get those bars right. Lembrei-me de uma cena. <laughs> so yeah so he releases that little by feature which was like crazy bro i was like okay i i guess that's not the features uh-huh. function mm-hmm. and then there's that verse of yours no regali 
yeah. Tugaje, sorry, no regali. Yeah. Where I was like, bro, yeah, I guess it's official. It's official. We yeah. need to we need to get this. This is why right now when they if you ask me, it's the La Vega at the Tour Nacional. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, it does work. Because I bet in the start after re- after released in the gym, everyone was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. No, no, if you don't follow contigo, como like by daily, like the La Vega, no stop bend the cabeza, like. Yeah,我们得说一下，我们这部这部大飞的，没有办法，我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们我们
Yeah, um álbum. Eu não entendo o jeito. Quem entende o Porquê? Porquê que não faz sentido? Hã? Quem entende o jeito depois em 2020? Frases. Você também não fala. Ah, aprendi. Ontem. Estás a mentir. Quem te ensinou? Yeah, for real. Eu aprendi a gente depois em uma manhã. Me deram. Hum? Fala lá. Yeah. Diga uma, palavra, uma frase para dizer. Tipo, aprendi a gente depois em um, em um dia só. Agora mesmo posso falar a gente depois só. Aprendi a. Aprendi a. Aprendi a português. Tem homem. Memo Aida. Você está a mentir. Você <risos> está a mentir. Mas o okay, quê? Não já, faz sentido. Já aprendi. Frases. Mas eu acho que nós. Não, eu acho que. A manager. Está a ser um. Tá a ser um. Como é que chama? Um EP. Manager de La Vega. Um álbum em Jerdebu. Mas vai então, ser. Eu, eu, já não sei. Sei. eu só queria isso. Mas, mas já. Que fui. Ah. <risos> eu, eu tenho uma pergunta para ti agora. Como, como Kevin, né? Yeah. Nós agora já falamos dos três characters that you have right now. Uh -huh. Nesses três, quem é que tu gramaste fazer um feature? Like, as under, under KM, who would you like to have a feature on, locally speaking? Under Sorry, who, who would you have a feature on? And under De La Vega, who would you like to have a feature? Okay, uh, locally, like local yeah, lo artists. Yeah, local artists. KM, I'd probably feature with... Who would I feature KM with? Because KM is like... like It's like the, some, the most serious dude. Yeah, some like lyrical, yeah. like... So probably like as a guy or some shit like that. Yeah, probably as or Hernani. Hernani. Bro. I'd probably yeah, hey, but now Hernani Hernani's like a different level, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hernani's like a beast, bro. Yeah. Hernani's a beast, bro. But I'd probably go with yeah as a guy or Hernani. Okay. On a song. Sorry. Uh, as sorry. Um who would I go on on a song with? Probably I don't know, bro. The season. Now I'll do like a I'll do a song with Yuta uh, Caesar. Yuta Caesar. Yeah, I'll yeah, Yuta Caesar. Like un coro de Yuta Caesar, ali. A ver se manin crazy. Yuta Caesar. Yuta Caesar. Yuta Caesar. No coro ou mesmo ele depois de roubar bars a ver se uma cena manin crazy. Yeah, sorry. I'll do a track with Yuta Caesar locally. De La Vega. Cota Tinito, no Cota doubt. Tinito. Yeah, no tomem doubt. banho e niggas, niggas tomem yeah, banho. Niggas tomem banho. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Oh shit. Let's record, let's record, let's record, let's record. Let's record. Vamos cuidar desse episódio. Eu boto close the episode, Daniel. You lie, you lie. No, 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 no. Ellen, Ellen, I just broke a glass because I found out that Tio Tinito is Valentin de la Vega's manager neighbor. Bro. So that's like nah, breaking like, news. That's yeah, breaking news. Breaking news. Break, literally, news. quite literally. For real, for real. The, But like, let's close the, the episode. This feature thing I'm man. Yeah. So like, dude, no, I'm just para don't dude need to. Valentin de la Vega feature. It's gonna happen, guys. He's your um, neighbor. Yeah, nah, let's yeah, let's let's gonna happen. Okay, we're gonna let's close continue. the episode. Yeah, let's. So any projects that you've been working on as Kevin, like just Kevin the individual right now? Mm, not really. I've just been like, uh, I've been. Uh, focused on school right now. I'm yeah. in music school. Okay. I'm learning music theory and like, I don't know. I wanna. I I don't wanna work on anything like yeah. project wise, you know. But yeah. I wanna work on tracks like. Ah, singles just like and sim shit. singles. Okay, I see. But I wanna focus more on like you know learning how to play instruments. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah. Okay. I'm not really working on any projects right now. Anything you want to say to like the kids, and the, because as you as you as we can know, the kids have been the ones that are pushing like the Valentino brand big, big time. So anything that you want to tell them uh, to stay streaming, man. Like, want to thank it's them crazy. with the streams. What it's you want to tell? I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say like, I wanna say. I'd really love to, you know, make. I'd really love to make everyone understand how how good it is to, you know, be a free human being yeah. and create, and like not only for like young people, like yeah. you know, anyone, bro. Yeah. Uh, like that's that's what I preach. Just like being free, yeah. thinking like free thinking and being someone that like always someone that's spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah, like I I preach that to people all the time. Yeah. Like yeah, bro. So you know, I preach that, and I just like yeah. I wanna say like it's crazy seeing a lot of kids like you know understanding those something bars. yeah something that's very like out of the norm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, bro. I just like to say it's crazy, and like I see everything that everyone's doing yeah. too. Like I see On it, social like, media. Yeah, whatnot. social media. I see a lot of like, bro. So like, even the haters, you you know, you know. Not only that, bro. Like I see, like, bro, the growth in the whole, like, you know, spectrum, like okay. artists, even fans, mm. like everything, bro. There's like different artists now that that's like creating different paths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like Avers. It's just insane yeah, to me. Yeah, it's big, know? bro. It's I remember SoundCloud Monday, is full of artists. On Monday, I was like, because I wanted to, I was listening to this new guy that I found, Dersiza. Okay, I know Dersiza. Dersiza Benfica. I met Dersiza like, hey, bro, 2017, mm. bro. And then he was, he was like a designer, yeah. uh, fashion designer and vid- video maker. Yeah. Yeah. So I found this stuff and then I started listening to it big time. I was like, nah, bro. If I can find this guy, then that means that there's a lot more niggas out here yeah. that are making their own thing, but they're just scared of like sharing or where they're sharing, it doesn't get to me. Yeah. And like I got like 17 replies of like different SoundCloud accounts. Yeah. And I still have to like sit down and listen to each and every one of them properly, right? Uh-huh. But, but like just from Moz, niggas. Just from Moz. Moz. Like yeah, I was like, I want, I want Moz niggas. And it's crazy, bro. Yeah, I feel like. It is growing. It's been growing because people have been around. Yeah. And we need more people like you preaching this message of like, hey, bro, do your own thing. Yeah, bro, definitely. Because it's, 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 it's this recurring theme that, that I have here, on, especially on this episode, where whenever I see people like you, Markush, mm-hmm. and even Sizi, mm-hmm making these moves i just it, i just go back to this and it's always like during break time that you, you three of you came to me and you yeah. guys told me that in the future i want to be doing music yeah and for me it was kind of scary because i was fearing for you but at the same time i was scared like let's say i was in that position would i be able to like have such courage to like actually carry forth my dream and like do the whole thing of like fuck everyone i want mm-hmm. freedom or not mm-hmm. and yeah that's all i can say um, Definitely, bro. Your social media, you can leave that here. So dollars that or yens, dollars or yens, or with two R's on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and yeah, you can find everything there. Like yeah. SoundCloud too. 
Yeah. Same username. And yeah. Thank you very much. Just so that everyone knows, we had to re record this entire episode yeah. again. Nós gravamos um hoje é o que sexta quinta-feira gravamos um na sexta-feira tivemos na segunda-feira tivemos de recriar toda a cena I had to pretend as if I was listening to this the first time and yeah but it's been good the first the first and the second time it's been good thank you very much for listening to this um stay tuned follow me on Twitter at trash and shore Mm-hmm. And hey, yeah, bro, before we go, yeah. why did you change your Twitter name? Because of the conversation that we had on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm following this thing of like having an alter ego and whatnot. So yeah, thank you guys. Uh see you on the next one. Thanks. <laughs>